Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. This is Caveman Corner with Sean Styers and Dean Huppert, presented by Midland Engineering, completing their first century of quality roofing experience. Caveman Corner, also sponsored by the Mishawaka Education Foundation, the School City of Mishawaka, Monterey Mexican Grill, Kevin Putt's First Midwest Mortgage, Bethel University Athletics, Trackside Fine Food and Spirits, and In Rugco. Welcome to Caveman Corner, and this is our final Caveman Corner of the season. Sean Styers with you. No Dean Huppert tonight. Dean is off tonight because it's his birthday, and he thinks he deserves a night off. So uh, the Mishawaka Athletic Director will not be with us tonight. But uh, we've got a, a guest we haven't talked to in a while, Dean McCool, one of the assistant coaches with the Mishawaka football team, the special teams coach, and also Mishawaka football historian. How are you tonight, Dean? Thanks for joining us. I'm great, Sean. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. No, absolutely. And, you know, unfortunately, the season came to an end Friday against uh, Michigan City. Really good, really explosive Michigan City football team. I, I guess just to start off with some of your, your, your thoughts on, uh, on, on that game and, and uh, the Michigan City Wolves, again, a really good team that you saw you guys saw out there Friday night. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we sort of ran into the proverbial buzzsaw there. You know, they've got on offense, they've got five skill position players. Everyone's as dangerous as the next. Uh, they're incredibly fast. They've got great hands. It's difficult, if not impossible, to defend all of those weapons. And then on defense, you know, at the tackle position, it's up about 650 pounds between the two defensive tackles. They're very difficult to move. And then they're just so quick and talented on the edge and on the back end. Um, you know, I know Valpo handled, handled them 49-28 back in week four, but it's 28-28 in the fourth quarter before Valpo scored 21 unanswered points. Uh, so I expect that rematch at the regional championship this Friday to be a very exciting game. Those are two really good football teams. Yeah, absolutely. I would think so as well. And, you know, this is uh, a, a lot of really good seniors on this team. As always, these these guys come up through the program and uh, have contributed. And, and uh, obviously, Justin Fisher, you know, the, the quarterback being one of them, a three-year starter for you guys. But, uh, you know, this is – is Keith Kinder's fourth season, which means that these guys have been part of this program, starting with their freshman years up to you know where they just finished Friday night with uh, Coach Kinder, you know, all four years through the program. How, how just the impact that these guys have have had on this program over the last four years? Oh, it's it's, it's tremendous. You know, it's a it's a really wonderful bunch of guys who genuinely like each other. Uh, a large group of them uh, have been friends since elementary school. And then we got a couple of guys this year who weren't even at Mishawaka last year, but they fit in so well with the group, and they contributed in some big ways. Uh, and, you know, you mentioned uh, four years with Coach Kinder. It's a little unfair for me to judge this group because I retired from coaching after the 2012 se season. And then when Coach Kinder came back in 20 – or got the job in 2018, 
he talked me out of retirement. So <laughs> my second go around in coaching exactly mirrors Coach Kinder's head coaching tenure and the high school careers of this year's seniors. So, you know, they're really special to me. Um, but more than that, their leadership by example is exactly what you want and you expect out of your seniors. Uh, top to bottom, a great class, tremendous contributions to the team, and obviously they'll be very difficult to replace. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, football – Unlike many other sports where the, you know, the players, you know, they just put everything that they have into it and then it's over. It ends. So again, like when you think back to those seniors who just saw their career end, you know, and for the underclassmen, I guess as well, who still have the chance to represent their school, what kind of advice maybe do you have for them? Well, you know, realizing it's all over is extremely difficult. Anybody who plays sports at any level, you know, you go through that game. Everybody has it eventually. And even if you go on to play college ball, it's just not the same as playing on Friday nights with your best buddies in front of your community. And, you know, I, I told everyone when I talked to them after the game Friday night, you, you can't be a football star forever, but you can be a Mishawaka caveman forever. And, you know, Mishawaka High School football player is special for a lot of reasons. And that's something that these seniors begin to realize after it's all over. But it's something they'll cherish for the rest of their lives. And then for the current players, I'd say just trust and follow the process. Mishawaka's football program is healthy from the flag football league all the way through high school. Uh, that Mishawaka model, you know, it, it, it breeds success. There's no reason that this uh, next year's seniors or kids who are now in the fourth or fifth grade can't experience the same success that we've been blessed with over the past several seasons. It's just all about staying dedicated to the process. Good things will come, and they'll get their turn. Well, you know, it's a pretty cool tradition that the seniors there at Mishawaka have. They After the game as is over, they, they go back out there on the field one more time and, you know, they and take pictures and, and, and do all that kind of stuff. It's, it's just a pretty, pretty cool thing. That, that you guys, you know, let them do out there? It, it really is. And it's, it's really special to get to talk to each one of them individually and, you know, just reminisce and share some stories. And it's just, it's a great time. You, you just kind of don't ever want it to end, but obviously it has to eventually. But yeah, I agree with you. That It's just a great tradition. And I would hope every high school football team does that because it's just, it's a wonderful time for coaches and players to get together and have that one last memory. Dean McCool with us, assistant with the Mishawaka football team, the special teams coach. And, uh, hey, last game, you guys did get a pretty big special teams play, that that kickoff return from Milan Burris. And as the special teams coach, you know, what's what's that feeling like when, you know, seeing a big play like that take place? Well, you know, obviously it makes a special teams guy just, just thrilled when you see something like that. But, you know, that was a result of a lot of practice. We had noticed something on tape. Uh, they kind of gave away where they were going to kick the ball, and we, we practiced it all week long. We worked on catching the ball moving forward. Uh, Milan knew the ball was coming to his side. He was ready for it, found a seam, and just you know took it to the house. So it's, it, it, it's wonderful not only to see the touchdown, but also to see that all of the practicing that you do through the week pays dividends. So it's, it was quite a thrill. I bet. It, you know, and you guys do a lot of different directional kicking some onside kicks and you know stuff like that from time to time how often are you able to guys work on those kind of things at practice uh, we are, are kicking uh, we practice every day uh, each day is dedicated to a little bit of a, a different aspect of kicking but we work on directional kicking every day um, you, you know you just never know when you're going to have to come up with something like surprise or, or put a ball someplace that you don't don't expect to put it so yeah we practice all of those kicks every day you're going to have to break in a new kicker next year connor george <laughs> she's been your varsity kicker the last three years a lot of consistency he's given you huh 
he he really has it. He's, just, he's such a wonderful kid and, and so coachable and does everything we ask him to do. You know, it's it's always fun for the kicker to put the ball in the end zone or, or kick it as hard as they can straight down the middle of the field. And we ask Connor to do a whole lot of different things like you just alluded to, and he's just been, been wonderful and done everything we ask. Uh, but we've got a couple of young kickers coming up who have already been working on the same thing. So, uh, you know, it's, it's just next man up. Now, as I mentioned, you're a Mishawaka football historian as well. What what can you tell us maybe about some Mishawaka history and maybe some of the important things you've seen being a part of the staff there at Mishawaka? <laughs> well, when you want to talk about Mishawaka high school football history, you'd better pull up a There's a lot of it, right? Because <laughs> there's a whole lot of it. But, you know, I, I joined the coaching staff back in 2001, and uh, – I've got to witness almost a complete rewrite of the rushing and scoring records, both individual and team <laughs> since okay. then. Uh, yeah, for example, the, you know, the top 10 leading teams in total offense have all happened since 2009. The, the top 10 teams leading in scoring have all happened since 2009. Individually, seven of the top 10 career rushing leaders have been in the last 20 years. Seven of the top 10 scoring leaders have been in the last 20 years. Eight of the top 10 career touchdown leaders have been in the past 20 years. Now, the flip side of that is the passing records. We haven't seen anything broken <laughs> in yeah. the last 20 years because we pay so much attention to running. But, yeah, the, the I mean, just a tremendous amount of quality individuals have made their way to the top of the rushing and scoring record books at Mishawaka all since 2009, 2010. So it's been pretty remarkable. Now, at the same time, you know, while, while it might not set like a, uh, you know, season record or anything else what Davian Taylor gave you this year like is about as much uh, receiving as as we've seen in quite some time at least since uh pre-Bart Curtis I, I think in terms of Mishawaka yeah. football <laughs> he really has I mean I you know we we just don't throw it enough for him to come anywhere close to records but boy yeah the the, the weapon he became for us and uh, the, the contributions he made uh with his speed and his hands and the things that he was able to do is just He's a special kid, and it was just a lot of fun to watch him all year. Dean, in your mind, how has the move to the Northern Lakes Conference been the last couple of years? Uh, you know, it's, it's been great. Aside from a couple of longer bus rides, uh, <laughs> it's been it's been, it's been great. Yeah, you know, truthfully, if you look at it, the top four or five teams in both the NIC and the NLC are pretty comparable. Uh, there's a lot of competition there. But it's allowed us to create a couple of instant rivalries with Warsaw and Concord. Sure. You know, what's cool about what's cool about that is we're our coaching staffs are all great friends, both at Warsaw and Concord. Uh, we've been able to keep the Marion and Elkhart games on our schedule for the last couple of years. We played Adams from the NIC in the sectional championship last year and Reading pinned back to the schedule. So yeah. we kind of have the best of both worlds. I mean, it's it's been kind of a really neat transition because we moved to a new conference, but we got to keep some of the old stuff. So it's it's been really fun. Before we wrap up, anything maybe you'd like to say to the coach and coaches and players from this year's team? Hey, you know, we're such good friends. The coaching staff is such good friends. We talk so often outside of football. I, I don't have a whole lot to say to them. that hasn't already been said. But to the team, as you know, to the team, Coach Kinder likes to say that we're just temporary holders of this thing we call Mishawaka football. You know, that includes – work ethic, personal character, sportsmanship, classroom performance, and, of course, the performance on the field. Uh, you know, I, I liken it to like a precious Ming vase. Our, our job is to hold it and protect it and pass it on in perfect condition to the next designated holders. And I'd say this team managed that to perfection. Now it's, it's up to the young guys. It's up to the, the, the 2022 came in to step up, take care of the vase, and turn it, turn it over to the next group. All right. Sounds great. Dean McCool, great stuff. Appreciate your time tonight. It was, it was great talking to you and uh, look forward to uh, – 
to another season of Mishawaka football next year. Thanks for all you do for Caveman football, Sean. Really appreciate it. All right. No problem. Absolutely. Dean McCool, the special teams coach from the Mishawaka football team and team historian as well. We'll take a time out. When we come back, we're going to talk to the guy who's in charge of pumping some iron, Michael Surgeon, the uh, strength and conditioning coach for Mishawaka. Not just the football team, but uh, for the entire school over there at Mishawaka. That is coming up next when we continue with Caveman Corner on Sports Radio 960 AM WSBT. Caveman Corner continues on Sports Radio 960 AM WSBT. Again, this is the final Caveman Corner of the season. Mishawaka football dropped its final game to Michigan City Friday night, and uh, we always go one show past the end of the football season. And uh, so, unfortunately, that's where we are right now. But uh, fortunately, we are joined by Michael Sershin. We're always glad to talk to Michael, the uh, strength and conditioning coordinator over there at Mishawaka High School. How are you tonight, Michael? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. You're you're just we were just talking off the air. You just had your wisdom teeth doing. So the fact that you can say you're doing great, that's got to mean something, I guess, right now, huh? I just started working out about a day about about a day two days ago, and I'm feeling pretty good. That's good. Feeling pretty good. Last week I was very quiet in the weight room. <laughs> I can imagine. How long have you? I'm, I was trying to remember. How long have you been uh, the strength and conditioning coordinator over there at Mishawaka now? This is my fourth year. Already year four, man. Yeah. Time just flies right by. And, you know, it's been a little while since we did talk to you. So for for our listeners, kind of give us a refresher, if you would, on your background before you came to Mishawaka because you've worked on, you know, a lot of college staffs, including at uh, Tennessee with the football program before you came here. You know, I'm originally from the state of West Virginia. I got my undergrad there, and then I went on to WVU. I was a graduate assistant strength and conditioning coach. I was there for two years. From there, I went on to the United States Military Academy. I was an assistant there for a year. After that, I went to Eastern Michigan University for seven years, four as an assistant, three as the head guy. Went to University of Cincinnati for three years, two years as the associate, one year as the director, and then went on to the University of Tennessee for five years, four years as the associate, one year as the interim director. Man, so uh, a little bit, uh, a little bit of everywhere, and a and a lot of background in that uh, particular field, strength and, and conditioning, yeah. and and in that, you like you said, you, this your fourth year now at Mishawaka, and you've taken it from uh, 140 different Mishawaka athletes in the strength class last year to over 260 this year. Why is that so important to you? Well, I mean, we want to get these kids totally on board in the weight room and just, you know, and, and help them to develop, you know, athletically. And the biggest thing is, you know, is help them to get stronger, but make them more durable and increase their confidence level. And especially coming off the year we did with the whole pandemic, I want to get these kids up, get them moving again and just get them training, get them healthier and get them feeling, feeling good about themselves. Well, and that's a great point because with the pandemic last year, obviously it was very limited in terms of what you were able to do directly, especially in the off season in the summer and stuff like that. Have you noticed not just a, you know, an increase in the number of athletes who are out there, but just a higher level, uh, you know, of of strength and conditioning that you've got from the kids so far this year? 
Oh, without a, you know, without a doubt. I mean, they've had great commitment, and you know, we've got to this number over 260, and it's been you know the the support from our principal, from our athletic department, our guidance counselors, our coaches to help get these kids in class and let them know how important it is to everybody. And you know, it's just you know really developing a culture there, and I mean that's what's been huge. But you know, getting them into that room, and you know, they're they're excited to be back in there, and you know, they're hungry and that's just it. You know, they want to get better. They want to get stronger. They like seeing their bodies change. They like seeing themselves jump higher, run faster, you know, move more weight on the bar. And it's just, it's just about creating that incitement. Like I always said, enthusiasm is contagious. And, you know, I want to create a lot of enthusiasm in that room. Well, and I know there was a big financial investment made a couple of years ago after you got here, just, in, you know, in terms of, you know, the investment in, the the room itself over there what what are maybe where do you think the strength program has made its biggest strides in the in the time that you've been there you know it's been everything the room is tremendous i mean we have in you know in one of my blocks we have over 60 football players nearly 70 and i mean we, the room handles it so well you know that's 60 that's 60 to 65 kids in a room at one time I mean, that's that's a tremendous advantage to be able to get those many kids in there and train safely and at a high level. You know, the room, num- you know, number one has been un- unreal. And then just the commitment, like I said, by the administration, athletic department and the coaches, the, you know, you know, help get those kids in there. What does this time of year now start to look like for you? Because you got football ending, but now you've got all these winter sports getting started and, and stuff like that. What, what's what's it look like for you in terms of, you know, working with the kids and and just what the schedule looks like on a day to day basis? You know, it it is totally year round with our schedule in Mishawaka. We have you know we're on a block schedule, so you know you have white days like on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, maroon days, Tuesday, Thursday. Then they they alternate so. A kid's in the, in, in the class, and, you know, he'll, he'll train with me five times within two weeks. So I have four blocks on on my maroon days. I have three blocks on white days. So just in seven blocks over the course of two days, I'll see over 261 athletes. Then I'll have athletes in before school, and I'll have athletes in after school. Are the and ch- so it is oh, – it, it, it is – I'm sorry, but, I mean, it is it is totally, you know, year-long. And then as we get into the summer, you know, we every team – trains at a specific time so it is really year-round training and what I really want I want to get these kids in that room two to three days a week year long and then you know we have built-in recovery time you know holidays you know fall break Christmas break things like that but this is a consistent training year-round with the background that you have in college athletics are, are the challenges different you know like what are the challenges like when 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 you're putting together and, and building a program like this with high school kids? Well, you know, the biggest thing is, number one, it's getting them in the room. And that's where we are now. We have them in the room. And, you know, the thing is, I always talk about program design. You know, it's it's science and it's art. You know, in the science part, we have to have balance. You know, everybody thinks of the fun exercises. Everybody wants the bench. Everybody wants a squat. But, you know, it's about the mu- muscles on the backside of your body, your upper back, your low back, your hamstrings, your glutes, your calves, those muscles. And especially now, you know, with this way society is kids are sitting a lot. They're on their, you know, they're on their laptops or on their phones and really training what's called that posterior chain. And, you know, just making sure we have, you know, great balance in our training. 
and you know just you know like I said, I talk about developing a total athlete, but it's 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 about training proper movement patterns. You know that's number one. And you know with our facility, we look at the facility, we look at the equipment we have, and the amount of kit, athletes we have in the room. And it's I always always talk if you, when you walk in a room and you watch a workout, it is a well-oiled machine, and we have a great flow to the room. And when our athletes come in, you know they they know the standard we want but and they know you know what's coming they know how to do the exercises and it's a very good environment you know of teaching and then you know just building and progressing anything else maybe that you'd want the parents to know about your room you know it you know the thing is it's about it number one is the safety of their child and that's the that's my number one concern i want to they're going to be taught properly how to do the movement they're going to be taught properly how to progress and they're going to be taught why it's important you know you know strength coaches years ago had a really bad stereotype where they just you know they were just hard workouts vomiting things like you know that but now (laughs) so much it's so about it's so much about the education part. You know, I want, I want these parents to know that their, their children are being educated about it. And then, you know, the strength and conditioning, you know, the sets and the reps are just one piece of the puzzle. It's about, you know, you know, teaching them, you know, the importance of nutrition, you know, I'm not going to see them the hundred other 168 hours in a week. And, you know, it's about fueling the, I always say there, you, you have a high performance engine, that's your body. You've got to fuel it. You know, talk about the importance of nutrition, talk talk about the importance of flexibility and the things you can do on your own. I only see them two to three days a week, you know, and, and they got to be making good decisions outside and, you know, helping in the recovery process. And that goes into sleep, nutrition, stretching, flexibility on your own. All right, Michael Sershin, Strength and Conditioning Coordinator at Mishawaka High School. Always busy, always going. Appreciate it, Michael. It's great talking to you again. Hey, thank you. All right, take care. Michael Sershin from Mishawaka. Well, that is going to do it for us tonight for Caveman Corner. Again, uh, Mishawaka football season came to a close with Friday's loss to Michigan City, so the football season is over. We've got a little time to breathe in between seasons. Our first broadcast of Mishawaka basketball is going to be December 3rd. There is a boy-girl doubleheader at the Cave December 3rd. That is a Friday, and uh, they are hosting Culver Academies, and so we will have both games that night. The girls' game will start at 6 o'clock, and the boys' game about 7.30, 7.45. So we will have both games that night. And just like with football, all Mishawaka basketball games this season, either boys or girls, will be on our sister station, 96.1 the ton so uh, for dean hubbard again happy birthday to dean hubbard the athletic director at mishawaka and uh, that's going to wrap up another season of caveman corner on sports radio 960 wsbt this has been caveman corner with sean styers and dean hubbard presented by midland engineering completing their first century of quality roofing experience Caveman Corner, also sponsored by the Mishawaka Education Foundation, the School City of Mishawaka, Monterey Mexican Grill, Kevin Putt's First Midwest Mortgage, Bethel University Athletics, Trackside Fine Food and Spirits, and Enrugco. 
Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 